Thursday, September 16th. Week two of the NFL season starts tonight. Just wanted to jump on here and do a recap of last week and then do my picks for this week. Isaac couldn't be with me. He's moving into a new place, so he's been really busy this week. Uh, we did really well last week on our picks. I went 12-4. and four. He went 9-7. and seven. Not to toot my own horn, but I picked four upsets correctly. I picked the Dolphins to beat the Patriots. I picked the Raiders to beat the Ravens. I picked the Cardinals to beat the Titans. And I picked the Bengals to beat the Vikings. So, you know. Not to brag. But a good start to the season. Hope to keep that rolling this week. Uh, some stuff I wanted to touch on last week. First of all, let's start with the Cowboys-Buccaneers. I'm not trying to sound like one of those old-school football guys, but I don't like moral victories. Like, a loss is a loss. There's only 17 games, and so winning is very important. So the media and the Cowboys fans that are trying to claim this as a moral victory, um, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, if we lost at the end of the day, the Cowboys lost. Uh, they had the game in reach at the end, and... You know, to be honest with you, that was definitely offensive pass interference. I'm not gonna not gonna hold back on that. That was clearly offensive pass interference, but it's a loss. There's no moral victories. Cowboys are 0 and one, and even though they did look good, I'm not happy about it. I didn't I, I didn't go to bed happy about the the way that game turned out. It was a loss. Um, but yeah, the Eagles start start off winning the NFC East one and zero. I believe that they just beat up on a bad Falcons team who I'm already ready to admit I was wrong about. I don't know why every year I let this team trick me into thinking that they're going to be good. Never again. I know I said it last time, but never again. Um, the Steelers looked very impressive. Their defense looks like their old defense. Uh, that was a, a very big win to be able to go into Buffalo week one and beat them like that, especially since they looked so bad in the first half. I thought the game was over, but uh, the way they came out, late in the second half and just dominated the Bills. Very impressive. And I think Steelers, as we sit right now, are one of the best teams in the NFL. I would not want to play them. Um, I believe that they're better than last year. And that's I know that's crazy to say because they were 11-1 and one at one point last year. But you could tell you the eye test last year, you could look at them and tell they were kind of fraudulent. I didn't feel that way watching them Sunday. Um, yeah. The Titans... Looks like, like as I said in our uh, first episode, last week's episode, they uh, riding a little too high going into the season, a little bit too, a little bit too high of expectations, and they got their asses absolutely beat. And I don't know why there aren't more people that say DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver in the NFL because he's clearly the best wide receiver in the NFL. People want to throw Devontae Adams in there, and it's just DeAndre Hopkins has been doing this consistently for years now, and. Yeah, it's time for us to time for us to just admit that he's the best in the NFL. Um, the Packers got their asses beat. Didn't see that coming, but you know it's it's kind of people are really overreacting about this game, saying that the Packers are done. That's ridiculous. It's it's week one, and a lot of people forget that in week nine of last year, um, the Saints beat Tampa Bay thirty eight to three, and as we know, the the Bucks went on to win the Super Bowl. So. If that happens in week one, just just don't put too much stock in it. The Packers are going to be okay. They play in a division where they're clearly the best team. Um, the Giants, can we just can we just stop pretending that the Giants are going to be good before the season? They're just not a good team right now. I can't believe how many people were picking them to win the division. 
uh, this offseason. There's not a single area on their team where they're the best team in the NFC East. Not a single area. And that was the game that I felt the most confident in picking last week and putting money on was the Broncos to beat them because the Broncos were clearly the better team. And I just don't think the Giants are good at all. I think they're the worst team in the NFC East. Um, And then the last thing I wanted to touch on was the Browns and the Chiefs. Uh, It was a great game by the Broncos. They're kind of doing the moral victory thing like a lot of Cowboys fans are, which gets on my nerves. And you just kind of had a feeling once they lost that lead at the end that Baker Mayfield was not going to be able to lead them down and score. Um, And that just kind of showed Baker's weakness, him throwing that terrible pick at the end there. And he's very good as a front-running quarterback. Whenever they have the lead, he's great. But once the, the game has to get put on his shoulders, that's where his weakness comes in. And we saw that full force the other day. All right, so let's move on to week two. Oh, one more thing I wanted to touch on. Another overreaction is people saying Trevor Lawrence is done after week one. He threw three picks. That's bad. But he also threw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. He's going to clean up the interceptions. He's going to be just fine. All right, so let's get into the week two games, the week two picks, starting with the Giants at Washington tonight. Uh, The Washington's three-and-a-half-point favorites. I like them to win and cover. As I said before, I think the Giants are just a really bad team. I think Washington's defense will step up here and uh, make it really difficult for for Daniel Jones. Uh, You got the Cowboys at the Chargers. Uh, I do believe the Cowboys are going to win this division, but I do think that they're going to start off 0-2. I like the Chargers here to win and cover. Uh, Justin Herbert is a beast. Mike Williams looks like he's finally come into form. So that was a good win by them last Sunday. The Bengals at the Bears. Give me the Bengals to win straight up. The Bears are two-and-a-half-point favorites, which I don't understand. Bengals are clearly the better team, and the Bears are just not good with Andy Dalton. And I have to wonder how long it's going to be before Matt Nagy finally just gives in and puts Justin Fields in there, because I believe it's hardy time. All right, the Texans at the Browns. Give me the Browns. That was a great week Week one showing by the Texans. Tyrod Taylor looks good. Um, that was a very good upset win by them, but the Browns are just, just going to be too much for them this week. And especially the Browns coming off a loss the way they lost. I, th- I think the Browns are going to win. Uh, they are 12.5-point favorites, which scares me a little bit. I'll take the t- Texans plus 12.5 just because that line is too big for an NFL game. Um. The Rams at the Colts. The Rams are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I like the Rams to win and cover. The Rams are my Super Bowl picks this year. I'm very high on them, and I just think they're going to keep it rolling and be too much for the Colts. The Colts didn't look terrible last week or anything. I just don't think they have the horses to, to hang with the Rams here. Um, the Bills at the Dolphins. The Bills are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I do think the Bills will win that game, but I could see like a last-second field goal, so... Give me the Bills straight up, but the Dolphins to cover the three and a half points. Patriots at the Jets. Uh, give me the Patriots and Mac Jones to get his first win. They are just they're just far superior talent wise to the Jets. And even though the Jets looked better uh, with Zach Wilson than they looked last year, they're still not very good. Uh, so the 49ers. Oh, and New England's a six point favorite, and I think that they'll cover that. Um. 49ers at the Eagles. This is my favorite bet of the week. Most of the public is on the Eagles after that week one game. Um, 49ers are a three-point favorite. I love the 49ers to cover that. 
And I think that people are just, just looking too much into the way that things went in week one. You know, the 49ers let the Lions come back from 28 down, and, and they only beat them by eight. Um, and then the Eagles obviously destroyed the Falcons. But the Eagles' O-line dominated that Falcons' D-line in a way that they're not going to be able to do to the 49ers this week. So, yeah, give me the 49ers big. Uh, the Raiders at the Steelers. Steelers are a five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, definitely give me the Steelers to win and cover here. You know, the Raiders, that was a very good week one week one showing by them, but people have to take into account that they've been very good in week one over the past several years. I think they're like, they've won four of their last five openers. So don't let the way they played in week one tell you how they're going to play the rest of the year because over the past several years, it's been looking good in week one and not looking so good the rest of the year. Um, the Saints at the Panthers. My Jameis Winston MVP pick is alive, baby. Five touchdowns. Uh, I definitely love them to beat the Panthers here. They're three-point favorites, and I think they'll cover that. Just more talent, um, and they have the coaching edge. Sean Payton is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he continues to show it. Stop biting her ear. Sorry, my dogs. Um, he continues to show it, and that was just a masterful coaching performance by him last week. Totally outcoached Matt LaFleur. So, yeah, give me uh, give me the Saints to win and cover at the Panthers we got the Broncos at the Jaguars. Denver's a six-point favorite. Give me the Broncos to win and cover. I love the Broncos this year. Just, just uh, They just have too much talent for the Jaguars to be able to hang with. And the Jaguars show that they are they have a lot of uh, deficiencies on the defensive side. And I think that that's going to, uh, to bite them in the ass again here. There's not going to be many opportunities for Jaguars to win games this year after watching them in Week 1. Sad as it is to say, because I'm a huge Trevor Lawrence fan. Because I'm a Clemson fan. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think that they're going to have have many chances to win this year. Uh, the Vikings at the Cardinals. Cardinals looked so impressive week one. We got to start talking about Kyler Murray as a top five quarterback. I understand he's very short and that throws people off, but he is so so good. He can run. He can throw. That defense looked incredible. Chandler Jones looked incredible. JJ Watt looked good. Like there's nothing to dislike about this team. Um, and that division is just stacked as a whole. But yeah, give me the the Cardinals to win here and to cover the the three and a half point spread. I didn't like what I saw from the Vikings in Week One, and I know it's just Week One, but at some point we got to give up on Kirk Cousins. Like we've seen this movie a million times, and I just think it's going to be the same same stuff, different year. That division is definitely wide open for the Packers right now. Like there's no reason the Packers should not win that division. Um, the Falcons at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are a 12 and a half point favorite. Uh, give me the Bucks to win. But as I said earlier, 12 and a half, that's just a really big spread for an NFL game. I just don't trust that. If I was betting, I would put, I would take the Falcons plus 12 and a half, but I'm not touching that game. Uh, Titans at the Seahawks. Seahawks are a five and a half point favorite. Russell Wilson is another one who's just underrated. He just continues to be good every year. And just like Aaron Rodgers in the offseason, he, uh, he had disputes with the organization. He wasn't happy with them. But as soon as they got fixed, he put his head down and got to work. And you saw that play out last Sunday where he just looked like himself. And you saw quite the opposite from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, even though I said don't overreact to that, to that week one Packers game, I do think that Aaron Rodgers' attitude in the offseason had a lot to do with why they weren't focused. Um, now let's move on to... I like the Seahawks to win and cover that if I didn't say it. I don't remember if I said it. 
Um, Chiefs at the Ravens. Chiefs are a three and a half point favorite. Definitely taking the Chiefs to win and to cover that. I saw a lot of issues with the Ravens in Week One. Not gonna lie, I want I want to see how they play in this game. Um, but it's just it's just a, a tough matchup for Week Two, and it's gonna be weird. The Ravens starting off zero and two with how great they've been over the past several years. But yeah, give me the Chiefs. Uh, then Monday night we've got the Lions at the Packers. Green Bay is an eleven point favorite. Um, I think that Packers are going to come out angry after how they looked last week and really beat them badly. And I think the Lions, I think the Lions are probably pretty happy with the way they played. Uh, that was a big comeback for them and they had a chance to tie it up at the end and just couldn't do it. So I think they're going to come in maybe a little happier than the Packers. And yeah, I like, I like Green Bay to win and to cover that 11 point spread. I'm not going to put money on that though. That's a, that's a big line. A lot of big lines for NFL games this week, which is weird. It's, it's very rare you see multiple double-digit lines in a uh, single week, and there's three in this week, which is weird. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be back tomorrow to do a college football podcast. It's been a couple weeks since I've done one of those. Do picks for uh, week three of college football. Thank you guys for watching. Hope you have a great day.